Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's start with AW Dark Elevation. First match, QT Marshall with a record of 14-1, accompanied by the Factory, defeated Robo with a record of 0-1 with the Diamond Cutter. Match number two, Abaddon with a record of 6-1, defeated Layla Gray with a record of 0-5, easily with the Cemetery Driver. Thunder Rosa with a record of 12-2, ranked number two in the women's division, defeated Ashley Dumbois with a record of 0-2 by submission with the Peruvian Calavera Choke. We get this segment, it's not like your usual Paul White sit-down spotlight, but one of those like pre-produced segments like they had recently with Layla Hirsch. This one is with the Gun Club. Uh, Billy Gunn starts it off talking about how he didn't think he'd be wrestling at this point, but now with Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn there, um, it gives him a new a new uh, energy to go ahead and, and try to wrestle again with his sons. It says it took his sons uh, some time to understand what his dad did, but um, their dad wouldn't let them start wrestling until they graduated college. Austin Gunn talks about his rap career a little bit. It's pretty cool here. So Billy Gunn pretty much says that, you know, once he feels like his sons are um, ready to go on their own, he'll probably um, end up hanging his boots. But for the time being, he's with his sons. Match number four, Lee Johnson with a record of 6-1, defeated Daniel Garcia with a record of 0-1 with the Brain Dog. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are backstage. They talk about how tonight they have rare singles matches because they want to start climbing the singles rankings as well as a tag team. They pretty much said they want to go through and get all the titles, and they even make a joke about getting Hiko Rashida's title as well. Nyla Rhodes with a record of 9-2, number 4 in the women's division, defeated Robin Renegade with a record of 0-1 with the Beast Bomb, and a little bit of unneeded distraction from Ricky Guerrero on the outside. I don't really think like Nyla Rose needs help from Ricky Guerrero, but nonetheless, she still helped her out a little bit. Match number 6, Ethan Page with a record of 11-1, accompanied by Scorpio Sky, defeated Alex Reynolds with a record of 10-5, a good even back and forth match here, but Paige gets the win with the Eagles Edge. Ty Conti with a record of 11 and 3, number 3 in the women's division, defeated Queen Aminata with a record of 0 and 1, very quick with the DD tie. 
Penta L0 Miedo with a record of 7-4, accompanied by Alex Abrahantis, defeated Mike Seidel with a record of 1-3, accompanied by his brother Matt Seidel with the fear factor. Uh, not a complete squash here. Seidel did hung, hang in the match here. Match number 9, Scorpio Sky with a record of 12-1, accompanied by Ethan Page, defeated Allen Five Angels with a record of 8-6 by submission with the heel lock. We go to an interview with Matt Hardy, saying that he started the Hardy family office originally to make money and to train the younger talent, but along the way he forgot why he originally came to AEW, and that is to take care of himself, and tonight he will remind everybody. And we go into Matt Hardy's match with a record of 9-3, defeated Fuego Doso with a record of 0-11 with the Leech submission. Uh, Fuego gave Matt Hardy a little bit of a workout here, though. It wasn't a complete squash. Match number 11, the match we were supposed to get last week, Ren Narita from New Japan Pro Wrestling making his AEW debut, defeated Royce Isaacs making his singles debut, uh, Shivani gives a bit, of, a bit of a background about Narita as well, his time in the LA Dojo and in New Japan. Uh, Narita makes quick work of Isaacs here, winning with the bridge suplex, looking smooth as ever. Um, I like this. I, I kind of want to hope that Narita, possibly even either Impact or AEW, I would like to see him wrestle a little bit more in outside companies here as his excursion continues. And a main event, Rocky Romero making his debut, defeated JD Drake with a record of 2-5, and five, accompanied by the wingmen. Romero comes out to the same rap song he comes out everywhere, the uh, Nakazuza Road. And uh, during his entrance, he even says to the camera, the forbidden door is open, and he kind of makes a, a movement of walking right in. It should be noted that in the last month and a half, Romero has competed in Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, MLW, AEW, and GCW. Pretty impressive that Rocky Romero is doing that. Uh, he does get the win here, like I said, a pretty surprising considering that he's not officially signed or even you know maybe he is who knows but after the match he wins with cradle and then after the match the wingmen come in and start attacking romero uh but he gets saved by his former rapungi vice teammate trent tremperetta and uh eventually cassidy comes out orange cassidy and chris statlander they kind of do the whole group hub thing with uh romero in the middle and they even play rapungi vice vice's music so interesting if we'll see a little bit more of this um chuck taylor was there as well i have to uh say point out so it should be interesting if they if they want to continue with this whole uh, Punky Vice reunion and the best friends and maybe even do some sort of um, interactions between Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero having a little bit of jealousy. But it should be interesting. Let's, let's see if they continue this with Rocky and AEW. We go into regular AEW Dark. Nick Camarado with a record of 11-4, defeated Duke Davis, making a singles debut in mere seconds with the Powerbomb. And right away, QT Marshall told Justin Roberts to announce that Aaron Solo was wrestling right now. Because Gannon Jones was ringside with Duke Davis. So Aaron Solo defeated, defeats Gannon Jones quick and easy with a pedigree. And Taz makes a little uh, note that, oh, I've seen that move before. Match number 3, 10 with a record of 16-2. and two, Defeated Dylan McQueen with a record of 0-1. With Cody Rose kind of comes out and introduces Dylan. Uh, 10 wins with the full Nelson submission. But McQueen, very competitive and impressive throughout this match. Match number 4, Evil Uno and Cole Cabana defeated Steven Andrews and Simon Lotto. Uh, they're making their official AEW debut, but they did wrestle the Young Bucks and SCU at that YouTube BTE compound show that happened last year. Evil Uno gets the pin here on Lotto after the Ripcord Flatlinder. Big Swole and Kylan King defeated the team of The Bunny and Matty Ronkowski. Swole got the pin on Ronkowski after a spinning right hook. Billy Gunn and Colton Gunn of the Gun Club defeated Cow Hero and Liam Gray. They noted that Austin Green isn't there because he's sidelined due to his attack from Anthony Ogogo. Uh, Cal Hero is making his debut. He's from OVW. He has a gimmick that he pretty much wears a fanny pack. That's his gimmick. A uh, very scary spot in the match where Billy dodges a suicide dive from Liam Gray, who took this nasty spill on the floor. Looked like his neck or head hit the cement. Uh, really scary. The the the, the AEW roster ringside was kind of like taken aback by it. 
Colton gets the pin on him shortly after this with the Cole 45. Uh, Liam Gray has tweeted that he's okay, so hopefully he is. Match number seven, Layla Hirsch with a record of 12-3, defeated the Burt Vixen with a record of 0-3, very quickly with a cross arm breaker. Dante Martin with a record of 7-1, defeated Jason Hotch, making his debut with the 450 splash. Diamante with a record of 10-6, defeated Rekka Tahaka with a record of 0-4, pretty quickly here with the code red. Joey Janela with a record of 4-2, defeated Bear Bronson with a record of 8-6, with the greetings from Asbury Park. Uh, Bronson did give him a run for his money, though. And Helico, still without no Jack Evans, with a record of 2-2, defeated Ryzen with a record of 0-4, very easily with the Navarro death roll. We go backstage with Joey Janela, who talks about how this summer, it is bad boy summer, bad boy summer. Um... Up next did it first, so go get your Up Next Summer shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Up Next. They are up right now in some wonderful colors, pink, uh, sky blue. Check them out. Julia Hart gets her first win with a record of 0-3, now 1-3. Defeated Tisha Price with a record of 0-7 with a split and leg drop. So it looks like now that he's aligned with the varsity, that now that she's aligned with the varsity blondes, she should be getting some wins up her belt. And the main event, Brian Cage with a record of 14-2, rank number 5. Defeated Sunny Kiss with a record of 8 and 6 pretty quick with the Weapon X. But the interesting note is after the match, Hook runs in and starts choking out Kiss. And uh, Brian Cage is kind of standing above them. And Janela, like, just kind of stands there. He doesn't go in for the save. He looks at Cage, kind of giving the impression that maybe he's a little bit scared. But, like, he doesn't even make an attempt to save Sunny Kiss. He just slowly puts his head down and walks away. So is that the end of Bad Romance? Is that the end of Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela? Stay tuned. NWA Power, the season finale, as they called it. The last show going into the When the Shadows Fall pay-per-view. We go into the first match. The NWA World Tag Team Champions, Aaron Stevens and Kratos, defeated the team of Crimson and Jack Stay and the War Kings. Uh, Kratos pinned Crimson after this masked hood man comes in and hits Crimson with a foreign object. So that should be interesting. It should be noted also that the Pope replaced Tim Storm on commentary throughout the show. Nick Aldis, in a non-title match, defeated Matthew Mims by submission with the Cloverleaf. Thunder Rosa and Camille went to a time limit draw. Remember, this is the match that if Rosa lost, she would have to only wrestle in NWA, that weird stipulation that everybody's talking about. So this match did go to a time limit draw. Uh, so I'm going to assume that they're going to have a rematch at the pay-per-view, but nothing officially has been announced. The main event was supposed to be a 14-man battle royal to determine the number one contenders for the NWA world title. It ended up being about 16 men by my counts. Uh, we had Fred Rosser, Sal Bernardo, Trevor Murdoch, Matthew Mims, Matt Cross, Thomas Latimer, Jordan Clearwater, Tyrus, Crimson, Jack Stain, Odinson, Perro, Slice Boogie, Marche Rocket, Chris Adonis, and Jeremiah Plunkett. So Chris Adonis is in the match, despite the fact that he is a champion and supposedly champions were not supposed to be in the match. But Nick Aldis has his ways. The final four was Trevor Murdoch, Tyrus, Chris Adonis, and Tom Latimer. The Pope comes out and takes out Ty- Tyrus, eliminated him. The rules here in NWA being that you can go under the ropes, only one foot can touch. A little bit different here. So Murdoch does duck and dodge and eliminate both Latimer and Adonis to get the win and the title shot. So it's announced that Nick Aldis will fight Trevor Murdoch at When the Shadows Fall for the NWA World Title. After the match, Aldis and Murdoch brawl a little bit to end the show, with Murdoch having the upper hand. NXT UK, Rampage Brown defeated Wolfgang with the Dr. Bomb. A uh, very hard-hitting opener here. Ashton Smith is in the PC working out, and he gets stopped and asks how it's like being a father until Teoman comes in. Uh, cause a little bit of trouble asking where the whereabouts of Oliver Carter are. We see a, vi- a video of Aoife Valkyrie who says that ever since she lost to Mako Satomura, she's been training and working harder to be better. Gallus bumps into a banged up Rampage Brown backstage. And Joe Coffey says that they have some unfinished business, but he wait- he'll wait till Rampage Brown heals up. So we should be seeing that match soon. 
a male defeated Zaya Brookside. A uh, male comes out to new music, new entrance here. She wins in a pretty dominant fashion here with a modified suplex spinebuster, getting her first NXT UK victory. Shaw Samuels and Nathan Fraser have a little bit of a backstage uh, face-off, and that results in them agreeing to having a match. We go to an odd episode of, I guess they're all odd, but an odd episode of Supernova Sessions where Noam Dar announces his guest today is Isla Dragunov, and he has like really relaxing, meditating music, uh, all these props around to try to get Dragunov to calm down. He even gives him a stuffed therapy dog named Lenny. Uh, Dragunov pretty much just calls Dar a clown, he threatens to hurt him, and Dar just says that he's scared. So Dragunov leaves, but then of course he comes back and he grabs Lenny the dog. They announced for the June 3rd episode, we will get Noam Dar versus Isla Dragunov, as well as Rampage Brown versus Joe Coffey. And the main event for the Heritage Cup, A-Kid, defending his Heritage Cup against Tyler Bate. So they go the first five rounds without a fall, and then within the second, the ending seconds of the fifth round, Trent Seven is teasing throwing in the white towel as Bate is trying to be submitted, uh, but he doesn't throw in the white towel. Then right before the sixth round starts, Bate makes Tre- uh, Trent Seven promise that he will not throw in the towel. So we go into the sixth round, and about two minutes left, Bate blocks a roll-up and falls on Kid to get the win to become the new Heritage Cup champion, only the second Heritage Cup champion in history here. Really good match. This is my match of the week. I would definitely recommend Tyler Bay and A-Kid for the Heritage Cup. We go into 205 Live. Ari Starling defeated Asher Hale with the Baja Blast. Really good back-and-forth match here. I know that William Regal made uh, some reference on NXT about having some new uh, fresh faces in the Cruiserweight division on NXT, so I'm hoping that Ari Starling and Asher Hale, the former Alexander and Anthony Henry, um, do end up being two of those names, as well as Ikemenjiro, who we'll see in the main event here. Ikemenjiro and August Gray do get the win on the Bollywood Boys. Uh, Jiro gets the pin here on Sunil with the Eichmann Splash Knee Strike. And something I want to do here, the uh, Jiro Jacket of the Week, because I appreciate his jackets, unlike WH Bark. He has this beautiful watermelon pattern jacket. So uh, if anybody knows where I can get this, I will purchase one for WH Bark. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, another episode of Collision. The first match, Bateman defeated Alec Coughlin with a Tombstone Piledriver. And match number two, Brody King and Carl Fredericks defeated Danny Limelight and J.R. Kratos, with Fredericks pinning Limelight with the Manifest Destiny DDT. And the main event, pretty crazy here, a no disqualification match. Fred Rosser defeated Hikaleo. Uh, they end up fighting to the back. They fight to the parking lot. They go into this truck here. They're inside of it. They start fighting. A uh, very hard-hitting, violent match, but Rosser does come out on top after a double-knee gutbuster and dropkick to the head. We go into a ring of honor. Fred Yehai defeated Rocky Romero by submission with the Koji Clutch. We go to an in-ring segment where Flip Gordon comes out and he challenges Roosh for the ROH world title. But instead of Roosh, we get EC3. He comes out. He just says the words, you've been warned before leaving the ring. The main event for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles, the Foundation, Rhett Titus, and Tracy Williams take on the OGK, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett. It should be noted that earlier in the show, Taven was shown to be attacked backstage. uh, But he still went through with this match. And the Foundation does retain here at the Titus Pins Taven after a pile driver from Tracy Williams. And after the match, we see a quick video on the screen of Vincent, pretty much saying that he's back, and they insinuate on commentary that he is the person that injured Taven. WWE main event, we have Lana making her main event debut, teaming up with Naomi, defeated the team of Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, somebody else who was making her main event debut. And the main event, Mansoor defeated Cedric Alexander with the Falcon Arrow to continue his main event streak, since his undefeated streak has uh, pretty much ended by the hands of Sheamus on Monday Night Raw. Next week on Main Event, they actually have a, uh, I was kind of joking in a way about the Ricochet 
Mustafa Ali rubber match, and if their feud is ever going to end, but it actually w- was announced that they're going to have a best two out of three falls match on main event next week. So that should be pretty interesting. I'll be looking forward to that. And the WWE Network editions of the week, Progress Wrestling Chapter 111. Uh, it should be noted here, we actually had a new Progress Women's Champion after Ginny vacated her title a couple months back. It was like a, um, they've been having like a best out of three matches, and this was the final match here where Kanji defeated G- Giselle Shaw to become the new Progress Women's Champion. And we also got another episode of ICW Fight Club. And since there's no Dynamite tonight, if you guys are free, check out Up Next at twitch.tv slash Podcast for the first ever episode of King of the Sing. Sing along for Disney's Beauty and the Beast. That is it for me. Catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.